Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gazpacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Today is Thursday. It's Thursday, March, March, April 28th. But you know what? There's a. <laughs> I wasn't like, even going to call you out. It, did, it didn't even ring a bell to me. I was like, sure, I mean, it's, it's March. It's 40 degrees. It's 40 degrees outside. It might as well be March. Yeah. Um, for those outside of New York, uh, the weather has taken a turn to being cold. And I think it's affecting Rusty. Oh, he's baby. Been, he's been acting out of sorts. And today he pooped in the house, which he hasn't Ooh. done in a long time. And I was like, babe, I'm I'm upset about this wind, too. But this is not how we deal with it. Yeah. You're not pooping on the floor. Exactly. I like I 100 percent understand why you're upset. But pooping it sounds on the like floor, you're gentle parenting him. It's not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. We can't yeah, sit yeah, on yeah. the floor. But I mentioned that it was Thursday <laughs> because this Thursday is not nearly as exciting as several Thursdays from now, which is a very exciting date. Yes. Um, for those of you who haven't seen on my Instagram or heard me talk about it before, I am doing my very first solo show. That means like an hour ish of me standing on a stage talking about my stuff. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Thursday, May 12th at 7 p.m. at under St. Mark's. And um, for anyone who's not in New York or is in New York, but is feeling sleepy or you have COVID <laughs> or something, you're COVID positive, there is a live stream option. So I have the ticket link up. It's the link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram is at Pandalise, P-A-N-D-A-L-I-S-E. If you go there, you can either buy tickets to the live version of the show. And it's also a sliding scale. Pay what you want to mm-hmm. come see me. You could technically pay zero dollars. I'd prefer if you paid one dollar, but that hey. would be great. <laughs> If you got a dollar, I'd love to have it. But also, I really just prefer butts and seats. And you can also, at that link, buy tickets to the live streamed version. So I would love to see people, sup fans' faces in the crowd or feel your same, energy same. through the internet. Amanda will be there. I will be there. And I didn't <laughs> know that Mike is going away that weekend. So I need a date. So hit me up. You can have my second <laughs> ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I really just... Um, I'm really, really excited about this show. It's also it's early. At least you know whenever you have a show before eight, I am there because a homegirl, I go to sleep. I was getting manic texts from people about an issue at like nine PM and nobody could get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah, I have my entire since the pandemic, my entire life has shifted like three hours earlier than mm-hmm. it, I was operating before the pandemic. So, so real. Yes. The show is at seven PM. You'll Beautiful. be out by at, maximum 8 30 you can get dinner after the show 
You could get dinner after the show. I'm also probably, I haven't decided where, but I'm probably going to be going and grabbing drinks after the show. It's right before my birthday. So we'll probably go to a bar nearby and hang out, all of that stuff. So would love to see you. And if you can't get tickets to this one or you can't make the live show, I'm really hoping to develop this into something bigger and keep doing the show and maybe tour the show. So you could be part of the beginning. You could be part of the very beginning. Yes, you could see it in its infant stages what's the name of the show again so um actually right now it's called things that have happened to me lately and in the past but i am <laughs> I like thinking that. i'm going now that i have developed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more of the content i am going to be perhaps changing the name and dropping a very special cool new poster soon love it so exciting be on the lookout so much Keep so much information out. yes Okay, now I guess we'll go back to talking about Joe Biden. Does he feature? (laughs) Does he get any cameos in the hour? You know, I haven't written out everything, but so far I I do not mention Joe Biden. You know what? You know what, Joe? If you're listening, if you forgive 10k in student debt in the next two weeks, I I can I think we can almost guarantee Elise Morales will give you a shout out. I I'll give you yes, absolutely, Joe Biden. If you are listening. I will shout you out in my solo show. Under St. Mark's on Thursday. (laughs) Under St. Mark's on Thursday at 7 p.m. If you cancel student debt. (laughs) I would love to see Joe Biden at a New York City comedy show. I think he would love it. He would be so tickled. I bet he's a great audience member. Like, I bet he laughs and is like, has good, like, happy audience face. Um, though I right. could see him maybe talking loudly, like That's to other true. people, to people to the side, not really realizing that he's talking a little too much, mm. etc. Oh, I could I could also see him maybe answering rhetorical questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, he's oh, just sorry, like you really? weren't supposed to answer that. <laughs> yeah, he's like asking the waitress about like her like her childhood, but like they're really trying to get in and out, get out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think I would love to have Joe Biden in the audience, but I do think you know he might be like. Um, a high attention audience member, both in that he's giving you all of his attention and that he's taking, taking a it. lot of attention. <laughs> Thousand percent. Incidentally, we do have a Joe Biden and comedy related storyline later in the outline. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. 
They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash fever dream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash fever dream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fever dream. Let's get to our first Joe Biden story. Joe Biden is continuing to microdose student debt forgiveness. A little bit at a time. That's the way he likes to do it. That's what makes him Mm -hmm. feel good. But he's, I mean, he's open to doing more. During a 90-minute White House meeting with members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus on Monday, President Biden discussed student debt relief, leaving those in attendance with the impression that he might do this. He's seriously considering wiping out 10K in federally held debt for each borrower. A couple weeks ago, I saw AOC share like an Instagram story video where she was talking to Joe Biden and she said she was talking to him about student debt, but she had turned, um, she had turned the sound off so you couldn't tell what she was saying. But he looked like very engaged and and he seems to be very engaged. There were some subjects broached in this call that suggested the president might be willing to go even further. He also might be exploring targeting the relief at low and middle income borrowers. The biggest criticism of this policy is that it could be regressive and that the $10,000 credit, again, which only represents like debt that the government holds, it is a small portion of the overall amount of debt that people are carrying. I hope that people know that when like they hear this, they know that Joe Biden can't like with a swipe, like make all the banks forgive all of the debt. It's just the debt that, that we have. But people's criticism is, you know, this could go to somebody who has law school debt and they're making a lot of money and maybe they don't need it as much as somebody who might never have finished their undergraduate degree for a number of factors and is financially struggling. As we know, Joe Biden has continued to prolong the moratorium on student debt payments most recently until August 31st. One House member asked during that call we were talking about if Joe Biden planned to extend it again. And Joe said, coyly, well, I've extended it every time, haven't I? Another, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like maybe that's just, he, he, I guess he was saying on the call too, like, you're going to like what I'm going to do. You're going to like it. We're going to, you're going to just wait. We're, you're going to like it. Um, another interesting thing Biden noted, I forgot he used to say this on the campaign trail a lot, is that he had only recently finished paying off his Sumbo's outstanding student loan debt. Maybe I'm out of touch here, but my understanding is that Joe Biden is actually not an incredibly wealthy man. I mean, he's made, he has like his nice estate and stuff, but like he has had, I think most of his money is like from his books that he wrote after the administration. I know that Bo dying was like, it, it, it created a huge financial burden on the entire family, including Joe Biden. Um, so just something to like keep in mind. Yeah, I wonder where he ranks as far as like wealthiest yeah, presidents. Because obviously like, He's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I would love to know. And then I also wonder like where Donald Trump counts because mm. like his wealth is fake, but he certainly would say he's the wealthiest president. He has the energy of the wealthiest president, even though he actually maybe has negative right. amounts of money. <laughs> yeah, watch like Joe Biden's net worth is higher than Donald Trump's. I mean, I mean, it probably is an actual like, like real dollar amounts, especially if Trump is having to pay 10K a day, as long as just James I know. is holding in I contempt. Know. Elise, everything I've been reading in the past like month, especially, and we haven't gotten too much on the podcast yet because it's like we're going to be getting into it is just so much doom and gloom about midterms and how it's just a foregone conclusion. And a lot of the a lot of what I'm hearing is that moderate Democrats are blaming it all on Joe Biden. They are distancing themselves from Joe Biden. They think Joe Biden like spent too much time trying to cater to the left wing of the party, trying to get big domestic ah, like agenda. Ah, yeah, what news do you to mean? Us. <laughs> we, 
What do you mean? That's so crazy to me. The, the pro- progressive wing is not the one that stopped all of this legislation from happening. It's so wild to be like, it's the progressives. It's like they voted for everything. Right. Is it like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema being like, ugh, it's really the progressives that won't let us get anything done. It's- but that that's insane as is on its face. But my question is, what is so leftist about forgiving student debt? Because it feels like it doesn't. I mean, we know Republicans like the idea is that leftists like raising taxes on the rich and Republicans think more that you should leave them alone and let them, you know, create jobs and shit. But this is the government's money. Like this is money that the government has been able to operate without. We have proposed there's tons of other ways to raise revenue. Like how how has this become? I just wonder what the what the backlash from moderate Democrats and Republicans even is and how they frame this as like a left wing issue. Well, every time this comes up, somebody brings up the old thing that's like, it's not fair to the people who have already paid their student debt, which like to me is an argument against all progress of any kind ever. Like, (laughs) yeah, it sucks to not be in the generation that benefited from a good new policy. But I guess if you're conservative, you do your whole thing is to maintain the status quo. I think when I have argued and about this with conservative family members of mine, it's very much this like personal responsibility thing. And like these kids shouldn't have signed these loans and mm-hmm. their parents. Kids, should have, yeah. I, I mean, literally. And it's like their parents should have stopped them. And it's like, OK, well, some people's parents aren't financially savvy. Some people's parents aren't involved in their lives. Some people like get kicked out of their house for being queer or, or various God things. God forbid, get wrapped up in the dream of be- of their child being able to have opportunities that they did not because they were misled. Like it's, you know. Yeah. And also like there is a massive societal pressure to go to one of these, to go to a four year university, to go to a, not even like to go to your local community college it's like you need to go to a university college and if you don't you can't even work at like you can't work anywhere you have to have a bachelor's degree to work fucking anywhere Mm -hmm. so it's kind of bs when people are like well they shouldn't have gone to college then they shouldn't have gone and so for me when i've had this argument with my other family members what it came down to for me was just like look at the end of the day A country can't function if an entire generation of people is just crippled in debt. So maybe maybe millennials and their parents are all big idiots and we shouldn't have signed these things and it's all our fault. But it does still need to be fixed because literally you're seeing the like the reverberations of it throughout society. People can't people don't have savings there. We're not going to be able to retire. People can't get having kids. They're not having kids. They can't have buy houses like all of these things they're not you know one-on-one one-to-one student debt but like a lot of people would be able to save a lot more money and would be able to have a lot more options for their future if they weren't in crushing crushing debt that sometimes it just doubles but every time you try to pay it it just doubles more and more so yeah and in that sense like Some people might be thinking like, well, 10K, that's not that much. Whether you think that in terms of that means we shouldn't do it at all or we need to do more. But the thing is, like you said, 10K can become 20K, can become 40K so quickly over a lifetime where if you are forgiving 10 now, I mean, I don't know how much the government charges interest. It's probably 
I assume, better than the others. But I, I think there is some. So taking care of that now would be huge. And it's just, I mean, people pointed this out on Twitter because one Republican who does feel some type of way about student debt forgiveness is Mitt Romney. <laughs> Yesterday, he tweeted, desperate polls call for desperate measures. Dems consider forgiving trillions in student loans. Also not, is there trillions in federal? I guess maybe there are, but he's making, he's misrepresenting it. Yeah. Other bribe suggestions, forgive auto loans, forgive credit card debt, forgive mortgages, and put a wealth tax on the super rich to pay for it all. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, first of all, don't. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love all of those suggestions, actually. No I notes. think that that rocks. Um, I would love to be bribed. Uh, <laughs> I That's would love for the government to bribe me. Is Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah, right? Governing is bribing people. <laughs> Maybe you didn't bribe hard enough, Mitt. Yeah, right. Like providing services to the people is a bribe. Sure. I would love to be bribed. Yeah. I mean, he also pointed out something like, Forgive credit card debt. I mean, that's an example where it's like, I've paid off credit card debt. Would it bother me if people who have not been able to do that got it paid off? No, no, it has no, no. effect. It's definitely like a weird American individualism thing that is also strangely associated with the Republican Party. But like a lot of people pointed out when Mitt Romney said this, like we are giving handouts to corporations like all the time. We bail them out all the time. And the reasoning mm -hmm. is that these things are quote, too big to fail, or it is better for the economy if these things can function properly. Like when well, you go for bankruptcy, student loans are the one things you can't discharge. We, we have this sort of like agreement that it is good for businesses to be able to operate and be like rescued. And it is crazy we don't for people. Well, and but corporations are people. But Correct. They're actually fair, they're fair. actually more people than people are people. <laughs> they're more sentient than than we are. <laughs> I it, well, it always goes back to I'm not sure if AOC like coined this or if it's she's just the person I heard it from. But basically, like it's socialism for the rich and rugged totally. capitalism for everybody else. Like if you're a corporation or a super rich guy or you're Elon Musk and you want to buy Twitter and you want to build a penis and send it into the sky, like you can get all the help in the world for that. But if you're a <laughs> black or brown person who signed a bad loan when they were a kid because the financial system is designed to trick people who are in low, like if you're a low income person it the system is designed to trick you mm -hmm. and so you signed a bad loan or whatever you had to do what you had to do you didn't realize because you were a kid like there's no relief for that but if you're a corporation that uh squanders everything runs your own self into the ground like donald trump buying two casinos in atlantic yeah. city and then having those casinos <laughs> compete against each other which is he can get bankruptcy for that but there's no Relief. He's a brilliant businessman. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant business tactics. But there's but if you signed a bad loan when you were 18 years old, you're dumb and you're on the hook for that for the rest of your life. And there's no relief and there's no you can't even declare bankruptcy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, if you are a person with student loan debt and your parents are against cancellation, maybe tell them that they're responsible for it when you die. I don't I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, listen, if I croak, you're going to have to pay this damn debt. Yeah, I mean, Mike had it for a long time from law school. And I was like, I'm not marrying you with that debt. No way. No way. You take care of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're going to croak, dude. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not, I'm not paying your law school debt. <laughs> Hell no.
Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Elise, what are your plans for the weekend? Because mine are not going to the White House Correspondents Dinner. (laughs) I will also not be going to the White House Correspondents Dinner. What a tragedy. I don't know where our invites are. They got lost in the mail. They sent it to the I wrong. I think we should get invited at this point. I th- I think it's a little weird we didn't even get invited to some of the events, but honestly, they all sound pretty lame. And Dr. Fauci, he pulled out from the dinner for COVID fears. And President Biden is now only going to go for like, he's not going to go for the seated dinner portion, but I guess he'll do the part where he's sitting and reacting to being roasted because that is definitely less covid I don't for me, I'm just like, did we really need to bring it back? That's what I was thinking. Like, too. did it have to it's come back a- really as, as or like couldn't it just be an industry event for media people and not this like roast thing that we're I always also trying didn't to do? Realize how Hollywood it is. I think I forgot that. Like I was reading about yes. all of the events and it, it's like Oscar weekend for the press, but also all of Hollywood comes out and like I mean I yo I know like CTA and UTA and like ICM, they represent like media people too. But, you know, it's like a weird mix of media and politics and Hollywood that, uh, yeah, it doesn't maybe feel like something people have a lot of tolerance for right now. Yeah, I think it's uh, relevance. Oh, (laughs) please, with bells on, I'd be read the runway. Hello. Amen. absolutely will be there if they invite me however i do think that maybe it's usefulness is it feels like it's a from a bygone era of like let's all joke around and be friends and then it's like no actually one of the jokes kind of made donald trump run for president maybe then he didn't even do the damn thing for two years the peak of the white house correspondence dinner is the time stephen colbert did it and roasted George Bush so intensely to his own face because they didn't understand that Colbert was playing a character and that he actually was not pro George Bush. (laughs) That's worth watching every day of the week. Yeah, it really has such a sterling legacy that why? Why even mess with it? I was trying to figure out who that is cool is going. It was hard to find it. I mean, we've got, you know, some some interesting people. I mean, Z-Way, star, number hey, one. Yeah, hey. she's going. And everything. I can't <laughs> wait to see what she wears. She's still just like, she's too hot to be that like smart too. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's going to, I mean, Z-Way pulls a look everywhere she goes. So I'm sure she's going to pull a look. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete are going, right? Oh, Pete too. Incredible. Ooh, I heard that they're both, they, they get to go as in a date thing. It's just kind of, I'm like, what is this? Right, what, what, that's, these are not, <laughs> These are two worlds that like 
we put them together for meme purposes. They're not actually supposed to be together. I don't really want to see Kim. Especially since conservatives, I mean, even though like they've done the White House correspondence in the past, but they're very like roast us Hollywood elites all hanging out and it's gross and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I don't know, it kind of is gross. Yeah, (laughs) right. You might not even be wrong on that one. The only good thing about it is that like in order to go, these these places have to make, you know, massive donations to to groups. And a lot of them are making them to, you know, like groups helping Ukraine and stuff. And Trevor Noah will be the host who is always funny. And I think he will he will have some good roasts. But Elise, I asked you if you could to prepare a joke if you were the host and you could roast Joe Biden or anybody there, did you did you come prepared? I did. I did. So I think um, this would be my like where I'm trying to get like an ooh, you know what I mean? That's mine too. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, uh, something like it's great to see the president and the vice president here. You know, I was starting to think that they're the same person because you never see them in the same room together. Oh, <laughs> ooh. okay. Girl, we had the same thought. With a little more strength than that, but yeah, I would go. I would go after the Joe Kamala. Yes, uh, potential fraught relationship. Totally, I would too. But you know what? She can't go because she has COVID. <laughs> so, so that's I would. I would be like I. You know, looking out into the crowd, I can't help but notice that it encapsulates one of the primary themes that has come up over and over again during Joe Biden's presidency. Where is Kamala Harris? Wow. Okay. Yeah. If I had known that she wasn't going to be there, then I would be like, then I would have switched it a little bit and been like, has anyone ever seen them in the same room together? (laughs) Oh, yes. That would be perfect. Wait, he has to do. He'll definitely do that. Has any. There is going to be something about that for sure. To be clear, I would do that. And then I would follow it with riffs about why Kamala Harris is so valuable. I would be roasting Joe for not making good enough use. Not Kamala. To be clear, I would not be roasting Kamala Harris for being absent. In this house, I think that Joe Biden is not making enough use of Kamala Harris. I also agree, I think. And I just think, you know, when you're doing a White House correspondence dinner speech and it's like relatively friendly, you have to you have to find like little things to mm-hmm. poke at. And so like a rumored fraught relationship between the vice president and the president is like kind of the perfect little jab to yes. make. And I think it's important for them to hear and their comms teams to hear like this is we're picking up on this. We know like people think you guys aren't friends. Mm -hmm. Well, I will definitely be watching and we will post some of we will see if if, if, if our jokes are featured. We all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home-cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy, or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com 
homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. All right, today we're going to end with a game. Why? Okay. Because all my podcasts have cute little games at the end. All my favorite podcasts, all my podcasts. And uh, <laughs> I feel left out. And I didn't want to talk about January 6th again. I don't want to talk about Kevin McCarthy again. Maybe maybe next week we'll hit that again. Oh, I'm sure. We'll find another. They'll release another 4,000 text messages from Mark Meadows next week. And we'll discuss. Precisely. We'll discuss it then. <laughs> this game, we're going to see how it works. If it works well, we'll bring it back next week. But who knows? I might forget. We'll see. It's always, always on the edge of our seats. This game plays on our podcast title, The Sup Podcast, Mm -hmm. and it's called Support or Supplant. I'm going to give us a few. We'll see. (laughs) I'm going to give us a few news scenarios from the last week. I'm going to try to pick things that we didn't touch on or maybe didn't hit like the mainstream. We're going to discuss whether we support it or would rather supplant it with something else. And by that, do interpret that as you will. If we would, if we would rather attention had been paid for something else, if we had rather this particular actor involved had done something else, or the narrative have changed, we'll see where it takes us. I'm going to start with a news, something that was bubbling. I saw this morning, which is, and it, it sort of plays off a theme we've seen a lot, which is Hillary Clinton running for president. <laughs> I know we talked the other week about Bernie Sanders running for president. <laughs> Uh, Hillary Clinton has not said anything like this. She is insistent that she is not. Her close advisors are insistent that she is not. But especially after yesterday, I mean, she was at um, Madeleine Albright's funeral, along with pretty much every other president. It's always fun to see them. Or she wasn't the president. Pretty much a number of other presidents. And it was obviously a very somber event, but she made a pretty like invigorating speech that got people sort of like on there, got people clapping, got people excited. And that is so rare in the Democratic Party, apparently, that afterwards... I saw a lot of talk that maybe that maybe she should run for president in 2024. Elise, is this something you you support? I will supplant. You will supplant. What would you rather us talk about? I will supplant Hillary Clinton running for president with Hillary Clinton finding a deep and lasting peace. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I Nailed support it. her wearing an enormous blanket for the rest of her life. Put her in a Nancy Myers movie and let her go. Absolutely. I, I support a glass of white wine in her hand. And... <laughs> On the coast. <laughs> Absolutely. Just coastal, a sea breeze in her hair or, you know, in the woods, wandering around. Either way, I support her. Just rest, babe. Yeah, I support her resting. <laughs> Please rest. We need Hillary Clinton's 60s, 70s, 80s of rest and relaxation. You have done Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. You have done, done enough. enough. More than enough. We've done enough. We do really have kind of like... We talked about this with Bernie, but it's like we have a lot of people with potential, but we're we haven't had like big rising stars break through. Why are all of our like top billing people like top of the call sheet is always 70 to 90 years old? Because they won't retire. Yeah, that's true. They won't get out of the way. Like literally <laughs> people can't take these jobs. will not retire. Yeah. yeah. Even though like safe seats, some of them have safe seats where we could definitely get a new, young, interesting, cool person in there. I think I think the, the Senate seat in California would be a pretty safe place to start for a young. I think we need a black woman <coughs> in the Senate. <coughs> yeah. Nice Senate seat you got there. <laughs> All right. I love that. Great job. All right. Next. What do we got next? Oh, this one's great. Um, feel free to click on. Did you watch this video? I forgot to tell you to. Ooh, no. Feel free to watch this video. You don't need sound. It'll open and play at the right spot for you. A group of Oakland youth drove away a people's convoy, which are these large groups of truckers who drive through residential areas making noise because they love freedom by pelting them with several cartons of eggs. These lawmakers were causing disturbances outside an East Bay lawmaker's home because she had proposed a bill preventing coroners from investigating stillbirths and other lost pregnancies. Residents joined in together and they basically like the, all the articles call them youths. They are youths. I'm watching the video. They are youths. <laughs> How old do you think they are? They're they're like 12 to 15. They're that they're that youths where like I, I'm not doing anything objectionable. But if I'm walking around the city and I see a group of them, I'm going the other way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrifying. Because I'm afraid they're going to make fun of my haircut or <laughs> call me cringe or something. <laughs> or pelt eggs at you. Apparently these are definitely like a group of like a pretty diverse group of kids from maybe 12 to 15, just absolutely going at it. They are being assisted by elderly people. Just everybody on this beautiful street is, is assisting in the effort. And you know, when I saw this, I was obviously standing it, but I was trying to think if I would like, if I would, if I would stand it, if I was these kids' parents. So do you support these kids doing this or would you supplant it with another action? I support. I support because in my, and I think I would support as a parent as well. Hey, my <laughs> hope is that I'm the cool mom who's the, over there being like, if you're going to throw eggs, do it at the house. Like, <laughs> if you're going to throw eggs, do eggs, it at do the it hateful the truckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I support because the whole point of the Freedom Convoy is to cause a disturbance and a disturbance you got. Now you're disturbed. So there you go. Once you cause, once you start a disturbance, it's, the, it reverberates out. You can't. That's true. You can't say I'm the only one who gets to be the disturbance. Mm -hmm. And one of so, these did hit one of the drivers in the face. <laughs> as he well, was maybe driving roll by. up your window if people are pelting you with eggs, dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Washington Post quoted another participant. The way they did it was so funny. They were like, and one protester conceded that the youth pelting eggs was a factor in why they decided to end their protest prematurely. I did read, I remember reading um, when they week. were doing it in D.C. 
that one of the one of the trucker protesters stopped because a youth, another youth in her car gave him the finger so vigorously <laughs> that it like upset him deeply and like yeah, he left. Some, yeah. So it's it's very funny how fragile they are that it's like okay your protest is that you drive you put arm an armor of metal around yourself and a big flag and you make big loud right. noises but if Cross anybody borders flip, yeah but if anybody flips you off or throws an egg, egg at you it's like Meh, no no Meh. Yeah. they did like some of them i'll put the video up on our stories but some of them did get up and like try to confront them and these kids are just like like we said these kids are scared these kids are fucking fearless I love Gen Masks Z for this type chins. of shit. Exactly. They were definitely Gen Z. All right. Our last one is a little upsetting. Okay. I had to read this several times to make sure it was correct. It, it kind of invokes a previous, I think we've talked about this previously. Like we knew this was maybe something that Russians, the Russians did. Russia has deployed trained dolphins to guard the Black Sea naval base. These pro Kremlin dolphins may be tasked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, Kremlin dolphins. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Get out of my way. They're tasked with preventing Ukrainian divers from infiltrating the harbor to sabotage w- Russian warships. This sounds like a Pixar movie where they just get, well, I'll tell you how it ends. It has a perfect Pixar ending, potentially. We know this from satellite images that suggest that these are the same dolphins Russia u- deployed to perform intelligence operations in Syria. These poor dolphins. These are our like, these are like, for us, these would be like the dolphins that killed Osama bin Laden. There are elite dolphins all around the world. <laughs> SEAL Team 6. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so here's what they can do. Dol- we know dolphins are smart as shit. I mean, we've all, you know, watched a nature documentary stoned and been astounded by dolphins. But their deep diving abilities, as well as their sonar communication systems, make them more effective at underwater detection than any major technological advancement so far. Any technological advancement, they can find items on the seafloor and they can search for mines and explosives on ships. The Soviet Union has actually long used these mammals in war operations. I think the U.S. did, too, in the Vietnam War. But it has since, of course, fallen out of favor because dolphins are, you know, we shouldn't conscript dolphins to serve in armies. They are, of course, animals. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just feel like if we if if dolphins can serve, they can vote. (laughs) <laughs> like if, dolphins, if we, they can drink <laughs> yeah exactly like it's not right to have dolphins in the army if you know they're not allowed to buy cigarettes <laughs> or like <laughs> buy them free flights home exactly send them some gals make sure they can go to the strip club i really hope these dolphins can unwind at the navy strip club after defending <laughs> ships from diving ukrainians so i guess support or supplant on this i mean I would supplant it with the dolphins working for not Russia. <laughs> True. <laughs> I True. would support it. I would supplant it with um, pro West dolphins. <laughs> so okay. I, so the issue here is not necessarily. It is the political ideology that the dachshunds are fighting to. Def- or the dolphins. The dachshunds. <laughs> that's a whole other issue. <laughs> Wait, don't even get me started with that. Do you know that there was like a severe hate campaign against dachshunds before World War One? There is insane like propaganda. I don't share it because it's too upsetting, but it's it's rough. Because they're it's, like German dogs? Because they're German dogs. Oh, it was a rough time for dachshunds. That, wow. 
for that reason, I'm also I'm going to supplant and I'm going to say that I would supplant this with a news story that actually we saw in 1991 after the breakup of the Soviet Union. None other than Ukraine inherited some of the dolphins and retrained them as therapy animals for special needs children. I mean, Ukraine has had the PR up our hand on this entire war, of course, <laughs> but that's just another level. It's like you're going to use them to in, as an act of war. We're going to train them and reform them to help children. Yeah. I definitely feel like militarizing the dolphins. I really, I, I, I don't know about Can't that. Die. I also need to know, like, do these dolphins want to work? Do the what? Sure. Wh- what are the labor conditions for these dolphins? Can they because organize? <laughs> Can they organize? I think they could probably organize pretty well. I'm sure yeah, they, they, yeah. Oh, I'm sure that they like together in the sea can, but yeah, like they just, they're flippers. They do wave spelling out like worker rights. Yeah, exactly. They go on strike. And Maybe stuff. they can I join mean, a union with working dogs and they can team up. Yeah, I just, I guess that it always, I'm just like, well, if dolphins are this smart, we really should be leaving them alone. Right. <laughs> like, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, they're Leave almost there. Like they are only evolving more. And if one day they can fucking talk and walk, they're going to be like, let me at those Russians who made us fight a war. I've gone down really deep dives of so people who have tried to teach dolphins to talk or tried to learn dolphin to talk. And what Don't I will I, say is I've that, heard of other acts with dolphins. Well, yeah, is what I will say is okay. 99.9% of the time it just devolves into them masturbating the dolphin. <laughs> 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 yes. So most interactions, human dolphin interactions should be should be strictly within a, a marine biologist context, not war, no amorous relationships. I think I like where we landed there. I liked this. I think that we I think it works. I liked supporter supplant. OK, great. I mean, I sub isn't, in, isn't in a lot of words. So we had to go with supplant. But I think it works. It demands some creativity. I really liked it. I say <laughs> Thank yes. Thank you, Elise. Perfect. We'll be back <laughs> with it next week. That is our show. Until the end of democracy. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.